Uh, so there's this concept, or uh, there's this argument um, in the Bitcoin space, in the Bitcoin community, over whether you know you should just hodl your Bitcoin or whether you should lend it out, like and get um, a yield on it. Uh, you know, there's products like a BlockFi, like a Celsius. I'm sure there's more products out there that let you um, that let you lend out your Bitcoin. And I just wanted to ask from the outset: Do more do more people in Bitcoin do they lend out their Bitcoin or do they or do they um, post their Bitcoin as collateral and you know for a loan? Basically, are they trying to use their Bitcoin as collateral to to um, to, to gain, I guess, dollars? Right? Because why would you post your Bitcoin to get more Bitcoin? I guess you're you're uh, when you want to borrow dollars, you're you're posting your Bitcoin. Uh, but I, I think that more people are, are, I mean, some people do that, I guess, to pay taxes, right? Instead of selling their Bitcoin. But I think most people actually are are trying to find yield for their Bitcoin. Or basically what they're doing is they're trying to lend out their Bitcoin for some kind of yield. Now, uh, there's there's two camps of people. There's, there's some people that say you're taking on too much counterparty risk. And um, that's one argument. And so you really shouldn't lend out your Bitcoin. There's another argument that says, well, you know, the banks aren't generating yield on my dollars, my fiat, so I need to generate some income. So they kind of want to do it, uh, you know, and they're really um, with a BlockFi like product. Um, and then there's some people that say, you know, you don't need to take the risk of, of putting your Bitcoin in BlockFi or, or Celsius um, because the price, because they assume the price of Bitcoin is going to just go up. And it's sort of you don't need to um, to lend it out. My question is is, and I I don't know. Um, when you lend out your Bitcoin, is it being used to actually grow uh, an economy, or or you know, in in very general terms, is it being used productively, like um, from an entrepreneur who's going to go start a business that that um, you know produces some kind of product or service that people actually want. Um, perhaps, but I feel like, um, I feel like most Bitcoin that's being lent out, you know, through a BlockFi or through a Celsius is just being sort of recycled to, I guess, maybe traders or, you know, being, you know, well, there's, there's the GBTC product where there is a massive premium. And I think it was widely known and this may not be true, but it was widely speculated that BlockFi was actually taking taking a Bitcoin and, you know, putting it in the, in the GBTC, basically trust, locking it up, uh, and then, you know, capturing that spread, um, whenever the lockup was, was over. But to me, that's not really productive. That's just sort of, you know, capturing an arbitrage spread. Um, I want to see, you know, is anyone lending their Bitcoin to somebody actually productive, maybe even outside the Bitcoin space? And to be fair, perhaps you could you could say that, you know, well, if you're lending it to like a Coinbase type or so, you know, they're they're actually building sort of a, a productive trading exchange. Um, now, that's just for people that really its main value is for, of course, for people who want to trade cryptocurrencies. Now, I mean, I'd say that 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 does produce a lot of value if you're an owner, a shareholder of Coinbase. Uh, but I kind of want to see Bitcoin being used to fund I don't know, like uh, buildings or construction projects or 
or, um, you know, like another Walmart or like another Amazon or, or something that everybody, you know, could, could sort of, um, use the product and services of, or potentially use the products and services of, uh, where, you know, maybe who people who are not just like in the crypto trading business, um, but, you know, the, the argument that, that some people really have this argument that Bitcoin shouldn't be lent, that it should just be hodled and saved. And I think that that might present a problem if you want Bitcoin to act as money, if you want it to be the general medium of exchange. And I understand that it's not really now, but that's sort of the future goal. But if you want that, you're going to have to have lending. And I think there, this 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 argument could be nuanced because um, some people might be thinking about like um, uh, like a Celsius or a BlockFi potential potentially double dipping on their their lending. You know where they take they take um, your Bitcoin and then they lend it out to somebody. Um, they often call it rehypothecate, and I did look this up a while back, and I'm just, I can't, I can't, um, I can't uh, explain it here easily. So that means I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, I thought I did back then, but I don't, I don't obviously now. So, but essentially, I think what they're talking about is is somehow when it's being lent, it's being sort of double dipped, where the, um, you know, this collateral is then being pledged. Uh, for some, you know, maybe for BlockFi to get their own loan, right? So the 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 Bitcoin that you're giving to BlockFi, um, how do they earn a yield? Well, they're doing something with it. Um, so what are they doing? Well, I assume they're doing something productive to uh, to give to be able to generate income for you and them. Um, now, how how are they going to do that though? I guess they could invest this Bitcoin in something, um, and you know, but is that Rehypothecating? I don't know, but but essentially that there's people that think there's there's too much risk going on, or or even that there's too many claims on the same Bitcoin. Maybe that's a way to explain it. Um, but I but I feel like if you're giving your Bitcoin sort of to to, to BlockFi or Celsius, it should be obvious that they're going to do something with it. That, that, that it's not going to just sit there, uh, because how are they going to generate the yield? You've given it to them to do something with. I, I think. Right. So how are they going to generate the yield? Um, because they're offering you the yield, not the other way around. You're basically um, investing in BlockFi. That's how you should think about it, is you really are sort of an investor in the BlockFi or Celsius, because otherwise, how are you going to make a return? So to be fair, it kind of makes sense that BlockFi would use your use your Bitcoin. Right. And that's really what lending is. You're really, um, you know, you're lending it to to BlockFi because you think that they're a good uh, allocator of capital, or that they can figure out how to make more money with the Bitcoin than you can. Uh, and so you're willing to take, you know, you're willing to give them the Bitcoin, and you're basically willing to share the profits, and that's where your yield is is coming from. Um, and I, I think that that, you know, if you think about Bitcoin as money. They say that the Bitcoin is, is going to go up in price and it's going to be eventually stabilize. Um, but 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 if you're going to lend in Bitcoin, like if it's going to be money, it needs to be somewhat stable, in my opinion. And it needs to, you know, there needs to be lending. In it. Now, I'm not talking about fractional reserve lending. 
but I'm talking about just lending of the asset itself. And maybe that's where the criticism is coming from for BlockFi and stuff is that maybe they're lending out, you know, Bitcoin that doesn't exist. Or maybe they're they're pretending like they're still holding your Bitcoin, but maybe they, they don't really have it. Maybe that maybe, you know, maybe they got hacked. Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe they lost money in their investments when they took all this Bitcoin. That could be very well the case. And they could not, you know, cash everyone out um, at that time. But to be fair, you know, most, I guess, private investments, are they going to be able to cash cash everyone out at will? Because not really. I mean, maybe maybe the investment hasn't worked out yet. And, you know, maybe there's not like a liquidity event uh, or maybe the value of whatever they are doing has gone down. Um, so what I think people are treating these block fights in Celsius is like, it's almost like they're treating it like a bank where they think that they get this set yield. And to be fair, you know, BlockFi and Celsius, they kind of advertise these yields, or they used to at least, and they said this subject to change, but perhaps it looks too much like a banking product. It looks too much like um, a guarantee. It looks too much like, hey, we're just going to hold this for you, um, and you're not going to really know what we do with it, but, but we do tell you that we are doing something with it. We are lending it out. I mean, that's how we're making the money. But it almost is like people are too comfortable with banking, and they think that these products are exactly like that. And I actually don't think that they're they're like that at all. I, I think that they shouldn't be viewed like that. Um, but yeah, my, my, my main point is 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 just why um, why some people view lending out your Bitcoin as not a good thing. Um, and then the nuance of I get that you don't want to lend out Bitcoin you don't have. I think that should be illegal, basically. <laughs> um, now we do that. The, the banks can do that with dollars, but I don't think that you can. You should be able to do that with just any asset that you think you know. Any other asset, like I guess, I guess the banks have special privileges. Now I don't agree with it, but that's just the current law of the land. But yeah, I, I think that the Bitcoin needs to be thought of as something that that can be lent out um, if if you want to grow it into this monetary asset that you you know you want to see sort of people adopt. Um, because I think that if you, you just have this asset that you want to use as the dominant medium of exchange, uh, if you say that, well, if you encourage basically people to um, to not lend their Bitcoin just to huddle it, uh, then it's not really good for much. I mean, if you think about if you think about where um, where the so where where does lending come from, like real lending, um, it comes from savings. It comes from people who have been productive and, you know, they have saved more than they've consumed. So, and they're saving it in something, you know, you could say they're saving it in gold, they're saving it in land, they're saving it in whatever asset that they think would, would, could store their, their wealth the best uh, or their savings, their extra savings. And so some people choose Bitcoin and that's fine. Uh, and they, and what do you do though with your savings? Like you could just hold on to it. Yeah. Um, and in money, you think you're just going to hold on to it. It's just liquid. It's not really supposed to go up in price. It's supposed to be stable. Uh, but Bitcoin sort of just doesn't, is not stable, right? It's, it's, it, it's, they want it to go up in price. So they're treating it more of as an investment, in my opinion. But they're also trying to, to play this game where they, they're treating it as like a savings, um, as like a way to say, say, save the wealth that you've generated. But is, it, another thing is curious is to look at where this wealth came from, the savings of Bitcoin, and compare it to wealth of somebody who built a business, maybe, who built um, 
maybe Walmart uh, or Amazon or whatever. Think of somebody who, who is rich and who created a, a really valuable business. And they, um, and then they decided to, to hold, you know, to, to, um, they, they decided to sell some of their shares or whatever and put it into Bitcoin or put it into gold. Um, you could honestly say that that, um, <clears throat> say, okay, not Bitcoin. I, I, I want to make the distinction here. Say this guy put it into gold and gold was stable. I mean, gold hasn't really risen that much in the last 10 years. So I'm just making the, making the, uh, the, the um, hypothetical here that this guy, this wealthy guy, business guy, uh, basically sells some of his stock, puts it in gold to save. Um, and say the gold price hasn't really gone anywhere, right? It, it hasn't really gone anywhere. Uh, but, and then compare that to um, a, a Bitcoiner who, who uh, is rich today, same, same level of wealth perhaps, um, but he, instead of, um, instead of generating like productive, um, a productive business, he was able to get in early on Bitcoin and his, his, uh, his richness today or his wealth today is the result of a wealth transfer effect where he, um, he bought Bitcoin early and then the price went up. Now, some people might argue, well, that he's just an astute investor. Um, okay, well. I would argue that it's not really an investment because Bitcoin itself um, is just an asset that people basically bid up. Um, there's no like productive um, business with Bitcoin. So you can't really say it generated wealth, in my opinion. So the wealth was a wealth transfer. It completely came from um, this wealth transfer effect. Now, it's interesting that the Bitcoiners um, sort of not um, lend. It's interesting to me that they don't want to lend savings that they're saving in Bitcoin and they got wealthy with Bitcoin um, and they don't want to lend it. Probably because I guess they keep they, they think the price is going to keep um, uh, going up. But I do I do like to compare these two different people, these these the person who just generated um Off a of, off of wealth transfer mechanism versus the Bitcoiner who um, completely got wealthy off of a wealth transfer mechanism. Um, and, and just the difference there. And I, I think that, that, that it's interesting because if you think about how people get wealthy, they, they use, they have to basically use other people's savings. Um, or the pay, perhaps their own, but, but usually it's other people's savings. They get, they get funding and they raise capital and they, 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 um, they have a productive business. Um, and, uh, and so they're using someone else's savings and they're, they're being productive about it. Um, but then the Bitcoiner is... Um, basically just, just, he didn't really create wealth necessarily. He just, he just, um, is, is benefiting from a, a, a transfer in purchasing power. So I kind of lost my thought, thought there, I guess I'll, I'll, um, I'll end it here.